Welcome back to Karma Club Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, self-development, love, life, death, and everything else in between. Today, we have a very special guest all the way from the UK. Welcome, Chris Jules Julian. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Namaste, everybody watching. (laughs) I love that you say that, by the way. Yeah, it's, um, it just, it just flows nice. It's a, it's a greeting in, in Indian, I think, Hindi, Hindi, and, um, Mm-hmm. It just means the light in me sees the light in you. So I did like a a year of pure yoga. Um, I just found tension. Someone I met someone who explained to me about tension. I got given a yoga mat by um, Yogi Bear. So they're like, oh yeah, like big yoga mat company now. But mm-hmm. this was this was like two thousand and um, eight when I met one of the owners. <clears throat> And she just gave me the mat. She just said, I need you to have this. And I was like, hey, that's what? so she wild. Got... Did it say yeah, that? She... <laughs> <laughs> she said it to me. Oh, okay. And so ever since that... then you've taken it away. From... Yeah. So I took it and she just said, there's something about you. You just, you just got to do this. So I just really went in. So I started with the basics, YouTube, yoga with Adrian. She mm-hmm. got me going. Oh my God. I used to watch her all the time. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. she's like she's like the YouTuber of the yoga community, and it's great. Yes, there's, yes. there's others, but she's like so warming, and uh, she's got a bit of quirk to her, which yes. always puts a smile on my face. And we and we'd always end with Namaste. And when I googled it, and then found out what it meant, I just think it's the best way to just greet anyone with the word it just means the light in me sees the light in you which yes is I see you beyond the flesh like I see you I see you you know I I don't know how else to explain that but I see you and do you remember a film avatar with blue yes. people yeah I actually didn't watch it I'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> but I know what <laughs> you're talking about so you know what I'm talking about yeah so the how can I explain it the tribal people mm-hmm she tries to explain to the soldier that she, when they say i see you it's like how i just explained to you but because he's a soldier mm-hmm. and i can speak from experience because i was a soldier we're very desensitized as soldiers so this is this spiritual journey now people see who i am now i, I wasn't this person for for a very long time eight years of my life i had like the whole crew cut hair yeah, yeah, I was yeah. a soldier for eight years. I've done like two tours of Afghanistan and all, I've done all of it. Like, I mean, all of it. So this spiritual healing is what I'd call what you see now. Is this, is, this is who is the outcome of all of that trauma. And that's like on top of childhood trauma. <clears throat> so I've discovered we as a people are all healing. Yeah. We are on this. We're all on our own journey of different kinds of healing but we're all healing for sure yeah for real and ah when I found you which was like really I'll tell you the truth Gabby I was on TikTok and I go through my comments and my and my um my likes and and just to you know I like the the community I do and I and I felt what I felt and I was like this is this something about that so I obviously looked into it (laughs) I don't even know what I commented on your videos (laughs) Neither do I, but I, I looked into it and I was like, I, I just, I just went deeper and I found that you do this. And I was like, I, I'd like to talk to this girl. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. here we are, we're doing. Well, yeah, I love that. I felt the same way about you. I like, as soon as I found your TikTok, I'm like, I need to watch all your videos first and then let me find you on Instagram. <laughs> it's weird though, because I mean, I told you this before, but I, in my head was like, I want him on my podcast. And then you reached out and you were like, do you want me on your podcast? I'm like, I didn't even have to ask. <laughs> like, that was really nice. So yeah. on the backtrack, though, um, if you want to introduce yourself, what do you do? What are you up to these days? Yeah. OK. Um, my name is Chris Jules Julian. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of history. Yeah, I was a soldier for eight years. Prior to that, I was just a bum and I was just trying to live out a really, really crazy lifestyle I grew up in Luton town which Mm -hmm. is a small town in England um, and it was just full of nonsense really really nonsense it was like a it was just a mass place where people are just so low vibration you know and therefore (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, in it's similar. Um, I wouldn't say it's as bad, but a lot of people say in America, you know, uh, don't go to Hollywood or LA because it's just crazy. It is. They, is they it suck your soul for real. <laughs> right. So when you're a sensitive being like me and you grew up in an area like that, you develop a hardened shell. You have to be tough. You cannot be, oh, you'll be walked all over. So you develop this character who protects you, right? Um, so anyway, I joined the army because I had to get out of that life. Then when I became a soldier, developed a new character who also protects me, literally, um, at war, you know. And yeah. then after all of that, I became a civilian. And so for six years, I've been niching my craft at being a coach. So not only in physical training, but in spirituality as well. And okay. I'm getting, I'm, yeah, I'm niching down more and more and more to the point now where I know that this is what I'm about. I'm about healing people. I'm about, um, you know, using myself as a reference. So yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to know so more, how just, did you, okay, so how did you get into, like, what was your calling that you felt like you had to go into, like, coaching? Yeah. Okay. So where someone, I heard it once mm -hmm. where you, where you have your tears is where you find your passion. Ooh, and, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, I, I cried. Yeah, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I mean, I, 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 you know, part of spirituality in a man is eventually releasing the ego. So I cried and it was a lot. It was, you know, PTSD from war. It was childhood trauma. It was learning to forgive my parents. It was so much depth to my tears. And one of the things also was um, life. So I got out of the army when I was like 26. And that experience of being hit in the face by life came at a late date because most civilians would experience those tears or that reality hit after you leave school and go to like I don't know college or university and maybe when you finish that process even if you don't do that process but you would normally get hit at around 20 um but because I wasn't didn't do life I was a soldier I was very protected by the army everything a lot of things done for you um then life hit as well so yeah I just I just cried I just felt like what is this how have I gone from you know being the person I was to, to what I am now and didn't have an identity. I didn't have anything to base my identity on. And then the, the whole spiritual journey began. You hit rock bottom. I feel like that's kind of how a lot of people, you know, hit their spiritual journeys. So what happened after like you found yourself? So you have to break a man to make a man. That's the best way I can expect for men. In yeah, I don't. I can't speak I think, for. Women. I think it's a lot different though for women and men because I feel like men nowadays feel like they have to like cover up their feelings or like I think it's starting to get normalized. But I mean that's kind of how we grew up is that like men had to hide their feelings and emotions. So. It takes a lot of courage to ex to be vulnerable. So yeah. to expose your true self is sure. a, is a strength. Yeah, and it, it's confidence as well. So to let people see you're vulnerable, it's only because I'm confident in my ability and myself that I can do that. Mm -hmm. Whereas some people, they don't have the backing or the or the the spiritual strength that I do to be okay with criticisms, to be okay with judgment, to be okay with misunderstandings and that's why I believe a lot of men don't open up women they're just hard women are tough I don't know I think it's because <laughs> the whole movement of being strong women is definitely there um, but for men it's almost seen as unmanly to mm -hmm. be honorable to be opened up to be so honest you know yeah but I find I find it's a strength I find that I'm now capable or in a position where I can, I can do that. And it has no effect on my, on my energy or no effect on, you know, me as a man is this we're I'm actually empowered as a man. Yeah. Cause I, I take, I take my biology wholeness. I'm an X Y chromosome, your XX. I'm not Y Y, you know? So <laughs> there is a part of us that is a part of you, but mm -hmm. most men don't tap into that because it's just not promoted it's not talked about enough exactly. and you're right yeah you're absolutely right so at what point did you think that like okay it's okay to be vulnerable or like this is actually my power it's not a weakness so I had 
counseling and therapy um to help me deal with the ptsd well, everyone should go to therapy <laughs> yes I was adding that in <laughs> yes everyone should have therapy everyone should have counseling um yeah and just let it let it be like a um like a regular thing yeah i think it's, it's a cultural thing as well like um some people are capable of opening up but not to someone they know so having a stranger like a separate entity i don't know why people can just be show them best their best selves and then let someone in do you know what i mean that's not gonna yeah have i feel like for me though i don't know i feel like i don't open up as much to strangers so like when i did try therapy even though i do think that you should like try it out at least I didn't really see any like progress. I feel like most of my healing came from me by myself doing the work. Yeah. Which I mean, isn't for everyone, you know, but I do encourage people to go because I think that like, it's very helpful, helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I, as a coach, I help people get from A to B, whereas mm -hmm. a counselor or a therapist will help you learn to cope. So if you're going through like a bereavement, if you suffered a loss, mm -hmm. You're not ready to, you're not ready to move on you're just in that space that's perfect for therapy and counseling you need someone to hear you out you need to get it out and then when you're ready you'll then take yourself to a new place right to the next stage but you're a hundred percent true in a sense that when you um do your own work when you work on yourself when you are doing the work of true reflection um learning who you are beyond all external things like who are you like forget your roles you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a I'm a mother or I'm a daughter or I'm a sister yeah a, like who uh, are you as a person yeah, I'm a person has the energy as a vibe yeah yeah like who are you forget your roles that's <laughs> not who you are can't base who you are on those things and that was the whole part of like when I became a civilian from the army um and then yeah, just really learning who I am. And that empowered me. Mm -hmm. And also, I guess, the understanding that we are here to be human. Yeah. So enjoy being so human. It's okay to be human. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I hate that that's a misconception with spirituality is that like, you still are a human, like you have tendencies where you're going to get mad, or you're going to react, but like bringing it back and just understanding that we are all like energy at the end of the day. Exactly. And the human experience is amazing. But yeah. we can you can you can do or we can do pretty much whatever we want. There are spiritual laws, but and there's also man-made laws. But as mm -hmm. long as you can realize that you need to, you know, step up to maneuver your way around them and enjoy them. So, you know, you will get signs from the universe. You will get signs from the source, like in the forms of numbers or animals or mm -hmm. winds and you know and the, the even stars. your body I feel like that's a, a an important thing that people overlook is like the symptoms that you're having are because your body is trying to tell you something yeah they're legit yeah that's yeah, legit like, listen to them yes you there's a reason why you have a headache every day <laughs> like... yeah exactly <laughs> and then that's the spiritual laws and then there are like you know law of uh, attraction manifestation loads of laws mm -hmm. but then there's also man-made laws and this is where it gets confusing for people because you're trying to be your true self your, your spiritual self your inner light trying to vibe as high as you can like catch the vibes but the world you live in has man-made laws so i drive and in the uk there's double yellow lines you're not allowed to park on double yellow lines or you'll get a fine mm -hmm. But naturally and spiritually, you should be able to drive and park wherever, the, wherever you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wherever you want. Like, so why are you I'm limiting me? <laughs> yeah. So I'm driving. And I'm, fine. <laughs> yeah, I want to park here. But because there's like man-made laws, I'm like, ah, can't park here. Kill my vibe. Kill your vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm on, I'm on the spiritual front. You've got these flipping laws that are killing my vibe. But that, Don't worry about that. I'm spiritual. <laughs> but it goes deep. It goes so, right. so deep. Like, you know, we can talk about relationships. We can talk about um so many stuff like employment and we can talk about time which is a construct of man so again you can be really spiritual in understanding that time doesn't exist but you live in a world where we've created something called time that almost dictates how you're supposed to live so you will go to sleep at this time and wake up at this time 
but that's not what you're screaming on this side on the spiritual side you're yeah. not i'm up at 3 a.m sometimes with the best like feeling i, I wake up every day at 3 a.m <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. So where we're where we're here to have a human experience yeah. and still tap into um, what we are spiritually, we also exist in a man-made world. Man, human. I say mankind-made yeah. world. So it's like trying to be the ninja that you are and maneuver your way between the two and, and right. enjoy it. It's you know? tough. It's it's definitely tough. I feel like, but we're here to experience pain. So. Which oh, is yeah. actually like another um, point that I wanted to bring up. So you're obviously very popping on TikTok. Um, obviously, that's how I found you. But one of your videos, you were talking about pain and suffering and how it's like people try to avoid the pain and suffering. But I'd like to hear your points on that. Yes. So um, it, it came from a place where you grow like no personal development is done with ease every single thing that you will when you level up um at every level there's a devil and you have to endure it you must trust the process something that i'm very aware of especially now being 32 years old by the way um generations after me uh, are suffering big time through no fault of their own i'm not going to blame the generation because it's not their fault but yeah. we live in a, a time where instant gratification is peak like oh, yeah. you can order something online it will come to your door the next day you they can love sometimes <laughs> yeah or the same day yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like there was no there was no waiting yeah. whereas there used to be a time let's go 80 years prior where people would send people letters and they would wait days for the reply days so there was a lot of patience so that process in older generations they know how to endure patience that's just one and then there's a lot of people who are say bodily body aesthetics so they go to the gym now and they want to look the best they do but because they're so used to instant gratification through no fault of their own they're not prepared to endure the process which is painful to break and tear muscle and for it to repair it doesn't happen like that you need to endure the process take the time go through it daily 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 and then gradual gains and I was yeah. just trying to highlight I was trying to highlight basically that that sometimes it's a painful process but endure the pain endure the process you know that's what I was trying to get yeah. out of it. <laughs> I feel like pain is inevitable and that's like your body's way of telling you that change is coming and change is necessary when you choose to ignore those things I feel like the world hands you bigger issues and bigger problems that you have to now deal with um, but then like suffering I feel like that's kind of optional like if you choose to ignore those signs then that's on you you know uh, yeah I so I'll tell you something that not many people know. I don't, I don't mind sharing, but uh, one of the things I do in the morning is cold showers. So I start with a hot <laughs> shower, but I always yeah. finish with a cold shower. So I've built up this, this it's almost like I call it uh, grounding. So it's almost like I've built a belief in my mind that if I don't have a cold shower, I'm going to have a rubbish day. But mm. it isn't true. I will have the same day, no doubt. Wait, so why did you start doing this? Because I've actually seen like... Um like big yogis doing this, but I hate cold showers. <laughs> yeah. So it reminds me every day of a lot of things. One of them to be grateful for the hot shower. Let's yeah. not pretend that because you can, you can get very, very, um, you take it for granted that you have mm -hmm. a hot shower and clean water. So I always finish with the cold. And it, it, again, it makes me remember I am human, I am man, because there's also an ego in people. So when you're doing really, really well for yourself, um, you need to be reminded that there are greater forces at play here. There are bigger gods than, than you, the mm -hmm. man god. You worship yourself, have a cold shower, humble yourself. Like, remember that you are just a man. Yeah. And 
not only that, there is loads of health benefits too, as in it boosts your immune system. The skin becomes very, very hardened. So like, you know, the, the, the pores are closed and it also keeps your towels cleaner. So <laughs> people get out of the shower, they're like, I'm washed. Why is my towel dirty? Because your pores are still open. So you're still sweating. So I have a cold shower. Oh my God, shower. I'm going to start doing this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. have a cold shower, the, the pores close and then the towel stays cleaner for longer. But, and, and the last thing, um, also is I've built a belief in myself that if I have a cold shower, um, I'm going to have a good day and subconsciously it makes me happier. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some people say if I wake up every morning and I write down three things I'm grateful for, I'm going to have a good day. You could say if I wake up every morning and have a fresh orange um, every day, I'm going to have a good day. But for me, I've managed to have the cold shower. End the, my shower. the shower is like really the, the turning point for you. Yeah. I feel like a morning routine is very essential because I, I every morning do the same thing. And if I don't do it, my whole day is out of whack. So like having a morning routine is key. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I take it, you've been civilian your whole life. Yes. Yeah. So in the army, we would have morning routines. It was very, very strict. It was very, very timely. It was 5 a.m. You are up and you are stood by your bedside by 7 a.m. In that two hour frame, your bed is made, you're, you're, you're dressed, you're groomed, you're washed, you're, you're fed, you're, you're just ready to go. So when your sergeant would walk in, it was like, right, let's get to work. So there's no effing around. And yeah. it's very effective because we continue that. People continue that. And it's a positive as well, mm -hmm. as opposed to just waking up and seeing how the day takes you. And Yeah, it's a discipline around. thing though. I feel like discipline is like really just self-love and like if you are disciplined with yourself then like your day is going to go well if you refuse to do the things that you committed to then yes discipline yeah. is I've never heard that said and I love that you said it because it does now affirm to me it's exactly what it is yeah. I thrive on discipline I don't know if that's because I was a soldier but I, I really do thrive on discipline so I write lists I put timings next to what I've got to do and I'm very scheduled and yeah. <laughs> because yeah so when you rest your head at night it, it gives you this sense of like you love yourself you're right yeah. like, it's, it's like I did that today I did that. like I got shit done today yeah. and, and when you do it from the first moment you wake up so like right get up make the bed hydrate have fresh fruit get in the shower cold and then I'm good you know it's, yeah um so I wanted to talk also about something that you have posted recently on TikTok and Instagram about your semen retention <laughs> so can yeah. you tell me about that like what is it what made you do this and whatnot okay so I'll get I guess if I'm going to have to start from the start yeah um, <laughs> Shall I do it like a film where I tell you the ending and then go to the start? Ooh, yeah, I love that. <laughs> so yeah, you're right. Right now, um, today is a very special day. It's a PB of 34 days semen retention, which means I haven't ejaculated in 34 days. Right. And it just feels amazing. Um, as a man, I feel more spiritual. I feel my vibration is higher. I, I have so much more pride in myself. I have self-control. I have that's so silly but honor like I am an honorable but I feel like I got I got more <laughs> it's a discipline now. thing back to discipline. But, yeah but there's more about me like I went yeah. to the gym today I'm smashing it to the point where you know people are watching me and then the attraction from females as well this is not a joke this is legit it's like I'm giving off this pheromone that's mm -hmm. screaming like I'm I don't know I'm just high caliber like I'm packing semen like I'm good you know what I mean like I know it sounds silly yeah. but it's, it's it's so true like my voice is deeper, my posture is better. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm more focused, like my clarity and thinking, I, I articulate better. I see, hear, taste better. I just, it's just great. It's like a superpower. And that's the, this is what you see, but where it came from, let's go now back to the, back, okay, to the, back to the beginning. <laughs> okay. So I was just like any young lad as an adolescent, you know, I was definitely, definitely addicted to pornography. Mm. I would watch it all the time. And it was almost like it was the norm. It was like, no one really took it. No one cared. No, everyone, everyone does it. Okay. So this became the thing. And I was educated by it wrongly because, you know, at the end of every scene, it's almost like a guy would just ejaculate. And that's the, always the end goal. Now it is the end goal biologically, because as a man, 
like our bodies are don't know the difference between what we're seeing and what we're doing. So when we ejaculate, our bodies think mission accomplished. It mm. actually thinks we've procreated. It thinks we've now done what we're like, all right. to do. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. However, the reality is we've just spaffed everywhere and now we've got to clean it up and it's really degrading, but you have to just, you know, you're just, you're just, you're just done. You're done and you're depleted <laughs> as a man. Yeah, you're, you're very depleted. Now, even though the chemical of dopamine and serotonin is released in your brain, like the chemical reward for, yes, we've done it and it feels good, is released in your brain, um, that's what people get addicted to. Mm-hmm. So it's that feeling. So the, the chemicals that get released and what you're visually seeing and then what you're doing it's very hard to get out of that. It is an addiction. It's, it's, a, it's a very, you know, not so much spoken about addiction, but it, it is legit real addiction. No, so, yeah. And the worst thing about it is the disconnect from reality. So when you are presented with a, a female that you should be physically attracted to, she isn't doing or being what you're used to seeing. And that's very, very confusing to the brain and to a man. It's like you want a female to live up to the expectation you have um, but you're basing her on something that isn't real. They are, they are actors, entertainers doing things. Do you know what I mean? That isn't necessarily right or real. That's like me watching a war film now. And I know in my mind, that's not how it goes down. That's not how it was. That's not real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, by now he should have changed the magazine in his rifle or by now, you know, <laughs> that, that grenade does not explode like that. Like, you know, things like that. And it's great when you do see a real someone that's invested right. time yeah it's awesome when you <laughs> of course awesome. of course um so yeah that was the start of the journey now let's say I've been doing that for all of my life it was only until I turned um 31 years old so it would have been October was it October yeah October um mm-hmm. last year I went on a date um and the girl I was dating we were just so spiritually connected it was crazy and then she mentioned to me, like, you know, she goes, obviously you do semen retention just because of the way you are. And I said, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> she already thought I did it because of the way I was. Um, but I said to her, no, no, I, I don't know. And she goes, you should definitely look into it. Like, you have no idea how powerful it is. And that's when the education began. So a year ago in October, and I went for my foot I tried three days I lasted and I felt very good about it because it was normally for me I would have sex I would just ejaculate I would masturbate and it just you know no shame no shame I'm a fucking man and I I get it like but now yeah I'm on 34 days and it it just would go like three days to seven days 14 days 21 days and yeah now it's just I I just know how powerful it is the the the, the power dynamic has shifted from Mm. being so thirsty and chasing pum pum and thinking <laughs> that was do you know what I mean thinking it was like the need of my life like I have to do this otherwise I'm a low caliber man I can't attract girls I chase girls so it gives me this sense of ego that I can attract girls forget all that rid yourself of that love yourself right and trust me the life force that you hold like you know I'm gonna get passionate about this Gabby you know I'm, I know I'm like, I'm like I'm into it before <laughs> the it. life the life force that we hold as men, that we produce as men is the elixir of life. There is, it is the most highly concentrated macronutrient full life semen. Like it's just the elixir of life in you and your body produces it on demand. So it isn't like you've got ball sacks that are going to explode. That's not how it happens. It's like, it's a gland. Your gonads are a gland. Like you've got um glands in your throat that produce saliva you have uh tear ducts in your eyes that produce tears there's no bags of water behind your eyes so when you need to cry they burst it's produced it's produced on demand so and like sweat as well you know it's produced on demand so the same principle applies men are very good at holding back their tears right we could see something very sad and very emotional but we're men so we just we just don't cry we're not crying over that Yeah, yeah you've Built yourself up to be very good at that for your whole life. Now apply the same logic to your to your balls and your dick. Apply the same logic. Train yourself to be able to retain. It can be done. I do it. It takes time because you're now having to undo all the years of your life where you thought ejaculation was the key, um, but it's not. We are the only animal on the animal kingdom that ejaculates so freely. Really? Literally. Actually, yeah, we know that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there is no other animal on the planet unless they've been like genetically modified to do it. Um, like, but there's no other animal on the planet. You don't see a lion strolling around just spewing semen everywhere. It doesn't happen. The only reason we produce semen is to procreate. So remember that if you if you want a baby, ejaculate. If you don't, don't. Now, you know, the the art of retaining is is very difficult at first because you're so used to reaching climax orgasm you want to ejaculate but those three things are three different things and that's what's confusing because no one's told anyone this but it's true so yeah. ejaculation is different a man can ejaculate and not orgasm and not climax men can you can ask them they'll just beat their meat and then there you go semen right yeah. when you go to a sperm bank whereas when you climax it's oh it's for, it's for <laughs> with your partner. Do you know what I mean? Like you're, you're full right, right, orgasm. Right. right. You've reached climax and orgasm is like when it's just, well, I guess it does go in line with climax, but you can orgasm without climax. So, but basically those three things are different. If you have a partner and you are intimate with your partner, I'm not just talking about glorified masturbation. I'm not saying that you replace your hand with your woman and you just fuck, right? I'm not in bang, bang, bang. Thank you. Done. Roll over. I'm not talking like that. I'm talking about real intimacy where you are spiritually connected where you are going through tantric sex mm -hmm. the climax can be so so good where it's just ongoing it doesn't stop it just keeps rising and i hear girls talk about like it's like water it's like riding waves it's just it's just <laughs> non-stop ride the wave right. like you're the surfboard and she's just riding you right it's great and yeah you can you can talk to your partner let her know and and Another thing is that when she does know what I've just explained about the retention, she will help you. She will aid you because most females think they need to make their man come, like ejaculate um, to please him. Bags, bags. That's right. But that's not true. You can bring your man to sensual orgasm and climax without him needing to ejaculate. And that's the whole idea of intimacy. That's tantric sex. And you, you need to definitely look into that. Yeah, 100%. It's great. So do you think that there's a correlation between like, okay, so in like the spiritual community, whatever, people always talk about like, when you have sex with them, you're sharing your energies. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, um, I, I do believe that you there is a transfer of energy. For sure. Um, and trauma. So as a healer, I've attracted females in the past that were in desperate need of me not the other way around, because they needed healing. Um, I also found that where I'd given myself to so many females, I was now in a state of mass confusion. I was being pulled from pillar here and pillar there in my thoughts, in my feelings. Like one day I'd wake up just feeling cold. Jesus, cold? It's not cold, but someone <laughs> like, I'm connected what is going to probably on? is cold. Yeah, someone I'm connected to is probably cold. And you make these spiritual contracts with your sexual partners that you are now connected. So... It's almost like um, telepathy. You can think with, about them and you you just know. Women aren't stupid as well. When their partner's cheated, they know. It's intuition. Oh my God, yeah. I have yeah. like visions and like sometimes like dreams. I That's how I found out my ex was cheating on me. It was a dream. And I was like, no, like I saw it. Like you can call yeah. me crazy, but I know that <laughs> this is going down. Yeah, now obviously I'm not going to say if it's right or wrong because right. dreams, are, <laughs> dreams are dreams and it, sometimes they're not reality. But you do have the power to be so connected to someone you can feel their pain you can feel their trauma you just know when something's up um and if you're having sex with multiple people it's very confusing because you don't know who you're picking up who whose energy you're actually tapping into at that time if you have one partner you know wholeheartedly it's just you so when i'm feeling low for no reason you can turn to your partner and say you feeling all right? And they'll say, no, I'm not. This happened. Oh, I, I felt, I felt that. I felt that. Was it about two o'clock today? Someone said something to you or something, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you, that's, I believe hundred percent to be true. What most people who have multiple sex partners do is lower the vibration of their partner on purpose. So it's like, get them absolutely wasted, get them on a low frequency, get them not tapping in or into their higher self. Mm -hmm. And that way, you know, they are so desensitized to that spiritual connection that it really doesn't exist. Yeah, that just made me sad. <laughs> like, I don't like that. So if you had to give advice to your younger self, what would you say? 
It's a random question. I'm all it's a great. Here. It's a great question. I'm, I think I, I remember doing a video on it. I said you should write a letter to your younger self. So, yeah, on TikTok, it's um, it's uh, intuition. I le- I labeled it intuition. So, I basically said that I heard from someone that you should write a letter to your younger self, and because the spiritual realm, there mm. is no such thing as time. You know, time is a construct of man. We think it goes forward. We think we're always moving forward. Forget all that. What exists, yeah. exists. At, you know what I mean? It exists. And yeah, write a letter to your younger self. And that letter that you write today or whenever you wrote it, you will pick that up from your younger self. And that's how you get intuition. So when you were younger and you knew you should have gone that way because your older self wrote to you and said to you, go that way. When you meet someone that you are warned not to and you get that gut feeling and you get that energy that warns you that person's not good for you, chances are it could have been you in your future self writing to tell you stay away from that person and therefore creating a whole new existence. Wait, okay. This is like such a concept. I feel like I think about this all the time, but I've never heard someone else say it. I was trying to explain this to my friends like a couple of weeks ago. And she did not understand what I was talking about. I'm like, but what if your future self is writing a script for you and like telling you and like you're really your own like spirit guides and you're telling yourself like what to do. So do you want to know a really mad story, Gabby? Yes, please. Go ahead. Uh, So I'm in Afghanistan and I'm in, um, I'm in Charlie fire team and then there's Delta fire team. So there's two fire teams and our skills and drills were always about Charlie fire team go into the building Delta fire team are fire support so they would cover us our flanks basically mm-hmm. and it was one patrol and we've never changed everyone had their job to do one patrol I'm just absolutely shattered I mean I am done for some weird reason I'm just like turned to my platoon sergeant and I said look Sarge I need to change I'm an LMG gunner so I'm a light machine gunner right mm-hmm. Delta fire team is built pretty much the same as Charlie fire team. So they have their own LMG gunner. And I remember he said, all right, Jules, um, we'll swap you with pick. So pick who's always been in Delta. He couldn't wait to get into Charlie fire team because Charlie fire team, we go into the buildings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we swapped pick goes Charlie. I go to Delta for this one patrol. It's never happened in a six month tour. That one patrol they go into the building and pick trips a tripwire, gets his leg blown off. And you're supposed to be in there. And that was supposed to, I'm supposed to be there. So one man walks through the, they went through the doorway. Uh, one man breaks in, second man breaks in, picks the third man, which would have been me. And the IED goes off, blows his leg off. Oh my God. Yeah. Wait, that's yeah. so crazy. I've heard so many stories like this. I just feel like your intuition, like, you know, like something tells you and it's like an overwhelming, like gut feeling that you have to listen to. And a lot of people ignore that feeling. I didn't know that I had to, that I didn't feel the energy. I didn't sense that doorway is wrong because you would never as a soldier. Something was protecting you though, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, but I would never, ever put another soldier's life at risk. You know. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. (laughs) How it worked was just so crazy. And, you know, he's now doing like snowboarding on his fake leg. Like he's, he's smashing it. And he even says, if it wasn't for um, him losing a leg, he he wouldn't be who he is today. So, you know, I've spoke to him and he's forgiven me because I held that. I felt guilty for that a long time. First patrol, like the, the, the only time we ever swapped never have we ever done that before but at that one time and his leg gets blown off definitely shook me up definitely made me think yeah of course I feel like that's like I mean with anyone like a car accident and you feel guilty that you were the one driving or whatever what whatever the case is but yeah no that's crazy yeah for real so write those letters to your younger self definitely warn yourself of people that you should be away from and it will create a whole new reality for you definitely in the present time uh yeah yeah because there is a present version of you there's like multiple versions of us right doing yeah. what we're doing but you know that you speaking now can ensure that that other one exists so yeah okay so if you were to write a letter did you have you done this exercise before yeah i wrote a letter to my younger self yeah it's what not. did it include <laughs> um things like forgive mom 
and things like never give up on yourself, things like you've got so much to do, um, but don't don't beat yourself up if you don't get it all done at once. Yeah. And I think one of the main things that I, I had to tell my younger self was, um, like you are loved. You really are by a lot of people that you don't realize love you. You know, you feel like Facts. no one loves you. Yeah, but I had to remind myself that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something we all should remind ourselves. <laughs> I think that we all go through that at some point, though. Yeah, when you feel alone. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm now a big believer. Like, if someone asked me, "Like, who would you take with you if you have to go to a desert island?" I'll just go on my own. Like, I feel like really? leave me. Yeah, leave me in the bliss of my own insanity. Let me go insane on my own. I'll be happy with that. I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah, I yeah. mean, I love my own company, don't get me wrong. And I'm like such a loner, but I don't know that I would t- just take myself. <laughs> if I was stranded on a desert island and I knew no one was coming to get me, I would like to go into insanity on my own. It'd be worse mm-hmm. if I was with someone. Why? Because I wouldn't think I'm insane then. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if someone, if, if I was with someone, I would mm-hmm. blame them for my insanity. Whereas if I'm on my own, just allow me to blissfully be insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now I'll I have be, to be conscious of like how they think of me on this island. I'll be, I'll, I'll be walking around talking to the trees and everything. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any. Yeah, no, for sure. I get that. But it's also scary. You would need someone with you, Gabby. Um, I don't think I would need someone with me, but like, it would be nice. You know. Anyone? I'm not going to put you on the spot. You probably know. <laughs> Yeah, that's to be determined. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if I had to pick someone, if I had to pick, someone, yeah, who would you pick? Um, it'd be a female, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, to balance okay. out the energy. And, yeah, and um, she just needs to be capable of knowing that I am going crazy. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that I'm going crazy. If she can handle that, and then that that's fine. <laughs> We'd be getting on fine. I feel that. You know, for a long time, Gabby, I this is like before my spiritual journey, before my enlightenment, before I, when I was a soldier, I used to think that I was the sanest person on the planet and everyone else was crazy. But the problem with that was because everyone else was crazy, to them, I was the crazy one. We're all a little crazy, am I right? (laughs) Yeah. So I think that the best way to be is just totally mad. Just be crazy. And what a crazy time to be alive as well. I don't think, well, that's not fair. I, I wasn't living back then. I suppose every civilization has had its fair share of pandemics in mm-hmm. its own little little way. But ours is what a time to be alive, right? Yeah. <laughs> For real though, yeah. Do you believe in past lives? Yes. Yeah, I do. Um What's your take? so pardon me. Uh yeah, on part of my spiritual healing, um, I wanted to, I had to break a soul contract from an ex. Mm-hmm. We had so much intimate, passionate connection that the bond was unbelievable. So I wanted to move on. She no longer served me. I was going to different places and my values were changing and hers weren't. Her traditional way of life, she wanted to maintain and upkeep and it just wasn't where I was going. So we had to go our separate ways, yeah. but our our spiritual, our souls, our contracts were, were bonded, binded. So I went to a shamanic healer who basically put put me into some sort of like trance. She managed to take the energies away from all my different chakras and just speak to me about what's going on in my energy. And one of the things she did was um, take a look into past life. So where my soul has been before. Yeah. So according to her, I've been on this planet three times before, once as a female and twice as a male before. Um, The female was was a healer, but she was destroyed in a time where women didn't have a voice and she was just a victim of abuse. Um, And yeah, she turned her pain into pure hate. And so she cast demonic spells rather than healing spells onto people. Yeah. 
So the woman said to me that the shamanic healer, she said, you're supposed to use this gift, but you're supposed to use it to heal people. Um, and so that's why I do what I do on TikTok now because stepping into my light. Um, the other time I was a young boy who stabbed someone in the back, not lit, not physically, but in a business, business yeah. sense, he basically F someone over and it didn't go down too well. Um, and then another life, I was this uh, factory owner mm-hmm. who just um, loved power. He just he just had this need for power and he wasn't very pleasant. He wasn't very nice. And it's funny because when she said that to me, um, when she said that to me, she goes, you know what I'm talking about? That the young boy who, who tried to F that person over and the, the man who had the power and the woman. And I said, yeah, it's crazy. Because when you really soul search or you really believe in this stuff and you tap into it more, you can realize the traits in you that's still trying to creep forward, like trying to remain, trying to stay. And that's what you battle with in your head. Like if you have been here in a past life, it doesn't just leave you, you yeah. know, it, still exists in you but you've come in a different form to maybe fulfill what you were meant to do so yeah that's where I can say that the power dynamic growing up and in the army and then the healing this is this is part of it that makes a lot of sense do you feel like you resonated with any of those past lives mainly I feel like the Jack the lad one so the one I do feel like it makes sense like as like where you are now and your healing process but I'm wondering if you like felt any of that energy from past because I feel like I can like sometimes recollect my past lives but I'm not sure I've never like had it verified before yeah so if you can go see a shamanic healer um (laughs) I didn't do it but I might do it but she was like talking about plant-based um healing so i'm vegan anyway been vegan two and a half years but she was saying that part of the process is to take this thing called ayahuasca ayahuasca like a a herbal remedy that goes into the body and purges the body so you just get rid of all your shit excuse my language on your podcast get rid of all of your um bad vibe energy and, and just purge and then it lets you go into like who you really are what's going on in there you know would you take it yeah I was actually it's so weird that you brought this up because I was talking about this last night with a friend and we were talking about like I'm like I don't have you have to be in the right frame of mind to do this mm-hmm. and I'm like I feel like I'm in the right frame of mind to take it but I would be really scared to take it and they're like so you're scared to face your fears and I was like damn when you put it like that like <laughs> let me go take it real quick <laughs> but yeah I don't know that I would take it but I'm also kind of open to it so yeah if be open to it and just yeah you're right you have to face your fears it's almost like someone saying inside that door there if you go through that door there you're going to be very very alone yeah and you are not going to escape whatever is in there mm-hmm. Because once you're under, once you're once you're dosed up, there's no going back. Yeah, you are going to experience what you're supposed to. Now, that takes courage, takes bravery. It's the only time you can be brave when you're scared. I guess yeah, I'm ready to do it now. I I need to face my demons, if you will. <laughs> when are you going? <laughs> I can go at any time. This Wait, so is, okay. So I don't know how it is there, but like for here, since like people can use it for religious purposes and that's like the only way that you're able to get this but like how is it there um well i can't really disclose it on here oh is it illegal (laughs) (laughs) it's just not something that you just go around telling people i would but no it's fine but i do know this i do know this that before you do it um you definitely have to go plant-based for about three weeks oh okay yeah you need to cleanse your body of that's good news (laughs) i'm glad you told me that prior go plant-based for three weeks um, and it just helps the ayahuasca interact with your body. You need to be in a state of healing. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not today, but (laughs) eventually. When you're ready. ready. (laughs) When I'm ready. I'll know when I'm ready, I think. But you might not even even have to, you know, it's nice. It's just if you want to, isn't it? Yeah. I feel like 
No, we only live in this lifetime once. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, okay, so some people would say, oh yeah, I run the London Marathon. Well, good for you. Yeah, but, but it's, <laughs> have you done it? Have you done it? I don't want to do it. I'm not doing that. Oh, but you know, it's the London Marathon. I don't care. I'm yeah, not, I, don't... I mean, that's a little different. <laughs> like running, taking drugs. <laughs> Oh yeah, fair enough. well we are running up on time but i have a couple like questions to ask you it's like a fire round so the first thing that comes to mind answer okay are you ready okay. okay yeah um so if you were to tell everyone in the world that they had to stick to one thing for 30 days what would it be vegan vegan diet Ooh, how did you get into it S- it was three things save the planet save the animals save myself okay love that okay um and then the biggest lesson that you've learned in 2021 so far speak first be the first it doesn't matter who they are say hello break the ice be the first okay wow okay and then last question if you had one superpower what would it be oh um <laughs> you've never thought about this before <laughs> no well it's i it guess uh to talk to animals really why yeah. because i would know whether they're a threat or not and second they just need to be heard they're voiceless at the moment we take them for granted we mm-hmm. are sharing this planet we coexist but we literally I think we're superior and it's not not true it's just not true we all exist here i i wouldn't like to be that's it speak to the animals yeah, 100%. Okay. yeah. <laughs> wait finish your sentence you would like to be what it'd be it'd be really really crazy i want to i want to be able to turn it off and on though because yeah. Yeah, i wouldn't want to be hearing a rabbit getting chased by a fox like yeah <laughs> And the fox like is if like, you want to like tune into an animal you can tune in real quick and then 100 yeah, all right i'm gonna head out <laughs> that's when you know isn't it you just i would know what they what they truly need and also i would share it with the world i would 100 percent let the world know that i know how to talk to dr doodle i would definitely yeah i mean it. i would hope so with that kind of power <laughs> yes it is, what it is it is a we've got responsibility with power isn't it you have to yes of course well thank you so much where can people find you you can find me at Chris Jules Julian. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and I also have a podcast of my own, which goes into depth of um, just conversations that we have about topics of discussion, like uh, is the world flat? Um, is you believe in ghosts? And check it out. It's called the Elite Thinking Club, and you find us on YouTube. We go on Facebook Live as well, um, and we talk about gender equality. Loads of episodes. You'll 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 like it. Anyway. okay yeah. i'm gonna actually check it out i listened to one episode about ghosts <laughs> love that Do love it. that love it. well thank you so much yeah gabby thank you for having me on your on your show on your podcast yes, it means a lot and great questions by the way it was great definitely questions. a pleasure talking to you i feel like i could talk to you all day 100 <laughs> amazing yes namaste <laughs> namaste